Coming up today on Locked On at Texas Tech, the latest on the Red Raider head coaching search and how NIL dollars impact transfer portal decisions. Next on Locked On Texas Tech. You are Locked On Texas Tech, your daily podcast on the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're going to start this thing off right. Glad to have you along for the ride once again on Locked On Texas Tech on the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making us your first listen on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts each day. Today's episode brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more by visiting FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. He's the only Chris Level. I'm Casey Cowan. Chris, great to be back with you as always. We've got some bigger picture perspectives to get into on today's episode. Some of that involving the swirling winds of the transfer portal, which are now like one of those uh, money vacuums you see where dollar bills are flying and like tourists are trying to grab stuff. We'll get into that in just a moment. But first, let's hit the latest as far as in-house what's happening in Lubbock. We actually have some player transfer portal news to discuss as well with Robert Jennings, but I want to get to first, of course, the top of the program and the latest with Texas Tech's head coaching search. Chris, I've been hearing a lot here lately about expect some time to play out. Um, there's not even necessarily, you know, like a formal list, much less, you know, finalists or front runners or things like that. So curious to uh, hear your perspective this morning. As we get started on where we are, uh, just uh, what? Not even quite a week removed, of course, from a change. Yeah, you know, Cowan, I, I think they uh, they have an idea of people they're going to talk to or, or go after. I think the, you know, whether it's their preference, and I say they being the internal search committee, what that's, uh, you know, Kirby and Dusty and, and obviously Joey and Norris are part of that. And then obviously the search firm, uh, is is offering uh, help as well, and and I think um, I think they've already talked to some people. Um, I don't know to the extent. I don't think like anything really? has happened on campus. I think, uh, but again, this is going to be pretty tight lipped, and and I I think people are right to expect it to, to kind of play out for a while. I mean, I I don't. I I think. Early next week would be the absolute soonest you would uh, have a head coach hired. Now, I could be off on that, but, you know, as we sit here and talk, uh, there are games being played tonight. Uh, There are, uh, you know, whether it be NCAA or NIT or whatever it is, there's games being played uh, tomorrow and Friday and all those things. And then, you know, if, if, if anybody you're wanting to talk to wins, I mean, it just it just kicks the can down the road. You know, I've heard, uh, you know, the Billy Donovan uh, stuff. I've heard, you know, there, there's a lot of, uh, you know, the Mike Krzyzewski stuff, uh, you know, reaching out to uh, potentially Kelvin Sampson's agent, uh, University of Houston. Uh, I just, you know, I, I think, though, that there, there's a there's a somewhere to meet when you're thinking about aiming really, really high here. And, and, and then, and then I don't want to say realistic, it just, but I mean, there, there's a sweet spot there 
to where, again, there's the right fit. There's the right fit that somebody that knows the sport and also kind of either has an intimate feel for, for this place or this city or this conference or something or can surround themselves with those kinds of uh, folks. Um, I even uh, I, I even wonder, you know, because Jerome Tang, obviously a huge, you know, name and all that. And and I, I think uh, he's about to get, you know, paid big time. Is there a, you know, Kansas State's a three seed? I don't think he'll leave. But, you know, you wonder about like that even dynamic about like, okay, Who's the who's the best assistant in the Big Twelve? Would they be ready? And what about like a guy like Norm Roberts at Kansas? You know, I mean, I don't know. You know, been in the league for a long time. It was the interim over the weekend. I mean, that, that, so anyway, p- people are you know the Andy Kennedy stuff. I think there's legs to that. I think you know Chris Jans. I think there's potentially legs to that. Mm. I think Paul Mills. I think Grant McCaslin. I think Barrett Perry is still absolutely uh, involved here. So, but. We've, you know, I, I don't gather Steve Alford is involved, and I do. I think they do play tonight. I don't know if there's a, a ton of interest uh, there. Um, I think, you know, years ago there would have been, but I mean, that's an NCAA tournament team. Uh, and I always hate pronouncing that state too, so I'm not even going to attempt it. He coaches at the University of. It's where you know Reno and Las Vegas reside, and I never can hit the A right. Nevada. Uh, yeah, there, there you go. Yeah. Nevada. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So, so, but where, where we, where we land here, I, I'm not real sure. Uh, I I just think that that there's some pieces to the puzzle here and I think it's going to take just a bit uh, of of time, which is tricky based on kind of what we're about to talk about, you know, here in a bit, which is portal roster NIL and all these kinds of dynamics, but you got to get the first piece, right. And I think the first piece is, Who's in charge of this program, and then who is that person going to surround themselves with, and and how good of a fit are, are these people, and and then can they hit the ground running? And I'll just as a side note here, I will tell you that you know the the announcement by Ole Miss and and Chris Beard uh, having been hired, there's some direct. Uh, I think there's some crossover there, and what I mean by that is. Obviously, he hires Brian Berg uh, as, as an assistant. I think he's also trying to hire Al Pinkins. Um, and I think Al Pinkins, I think, would like to stay here. However, Al Pinkins can probably only wait for so long before, you know, you see kind of what opportunities are available here before I've got to give Chris an answer. And he may uh, have other things working there, but I think that's been widely reported in Oxford. And I, you know, I just know, you know how Chris operated whenever he left here and took those guys on that plane, uh, the one that Mark Adams didn't get on, and they all had pen to paper on, under contract like quickly. And then, you know, with, with, so they couldn't, you know, pivot and like go, you know what, give me some time. No, that's not. So I don't know. I'm just, I'm just offering that up because I think that's important to note because I think people like Al and, you know, somebody like that would have potentially, you know, been retained here, but may not have that opportunity for whoever the new coach is because of the timing. Yeah. When I saw the Chris Beard news, all I could think to myself was, don't that beat all amazing to see transpire in such a short period of time. Um, Chris, before we get to Cowan, come on. <laughs> I was just taken aback. It's just a colloquial expression of being astonished at something transpiring. Um, 
I I really wonder when you're having I didn't know if anybody talked to anybody like back channel or what, but you're saying, you know, maybe there has been a conversation here or there, no formal interview, I, I guess. How does that actually work though? Or is, is this like a, a call to a coach? Is it a call to a coach's agent? It, is it a call to a coach's handler or shoe representative? It could, it could <laughs> how be. Does that, or what does that conversation actually look like? It could be all the above. I think you can work okay. through an agent if a coach has an agent. I think the search firm can help connect some dots there. I think that a lot of this stuff, and I say that, you know, th they may have gone to a remote location. They could have met somebody in Abilene or Dallas or Albuquerque or who the heck knows. Or Plain you could View. just hop on. Yeah, there you go. Plainview, Texas, and maybe sat down and had an Egg McMuffin at a McDonald's. And then and then look like a dumbass that when you when you show the receipt, uh, you know later on down the road. Yeah, he looked uh, really funny. Yes. Um, yeah, it it uh, all's well that ends well. Um, or or you can hop on a medium like we're doing right now and zoom and and kind of get get with uh, folks that way, you know, and and kind of yep. that way there is no travel and you know it kind of a, a preliminary type conversation. I mean that all all that uh, is I think available and again you have to respect team season still ongoing that's just the tricky part about right. what you're in the midst of right now uh, is is coaches pour themselves into their their team and all that and then it's the 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 height of the pressure and, and this is winter winter go home uh and so you're trying to respect all that but also if you got a if you got 30 minutes or an hour we'd love to visit with you yeah it's gonna have to wait <laughs> i mean you know who, who the heck knows <laughs> right. before after all right. those things but I'd be willing to bet there's already conversations that have taken place. Again, preliminary, probably laying the groundwork, kind of wanting to see, hey, do we want to follow up? Do we want to sure. see, see what the deal is here? But that, yeah, could be all the above of what you just described. I uh, Before we move on to the player aspect and, and portal and NIL dollars and things like that, I, uh, I was curious, me personally, just as a Tech fan, uh, Grant McCaslin at North Texas, I think, has gotten most of my attention. I, I know nothing other than what he's done as a basketball coach and that he's obviously made a short list of those that would seem like viable candidates. He's the one that personally, as a fan, has just gotten, I think, most of my attention. Chris, anybody that stuck out to you, either as a, a fan or um, analyst, that you really feel like, man, I keep coming back to this name, not that it's anything you're hearing from administrators or from any you know kind of executive level, but just as a fan, Chris level, is there a name or a couple of names that you just can't keep uh, coming back to, keep from coming back to? Well, you, you know what I come back to is, and this doesn't answer your question, but this is, if you're asking me, I'm just being honest, I, I, I come back to the unknown. I come back to... Who is who is out there that that is interested or that they may be looking at that we just don't know or whose name hasn't been 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 tossed around and like so when I see a new so name field, I guess yeah. well kind of that that is intriguing to me yeah, and it, it's of, nothing yeah. against the names that have been listed some of which I know some of which I don't know um, I, I'll I'll just speak to to Grant uh, a bit. In many ways, his resume is very similar to like Beard's was. And, and I say that he won, a, I think, a championship, I think, or spent a lot of time at Odessa College. I think he's been at Midwestern State. I think he's been at Baylor. He's now at, at North Texas. I mean, so he's hovered around all levels, and he's been around this this neck of the woods in the state of Texas and obviously spent time. That's big to me. Yeah, Chris, spent uh, time. State familiarity? I don't yeah. know why. That's just me, but, I man, I really want to hammer on somebody that's 
had a presence in Texas uh, for a significant period of time and success, obviously. Yeah, and and I think I think that uh, you know p- people are that they they have a lot of respect for Grant. I mean, I obviously you know, NIT bound this year. Um, and so, and, and maybe that's a knock. People are like, man, you know, you haven't been to the tournament enough. I know people have said that about Andy Kennedy and and, and, and all those things. You know, again, there, there's a variety of, of things. What is most important to you? You know, like if, if, you're, if you're making this decision, is it what do we have to pay? How well can you recruit? Past success, uh, potential future success based on what? Um, you know, how, how do you work the portal? Yeah. Um, how, how, how much of a fit personality wise do we think we, we will, ha- you know, we will get from you here in Lubbock, Texas with this, this fan base and, and all those things. I mean, all those are, are different. So I don't know what is most important to the committee. And obviously it stands to reason you'd, you'd like to them to check all those boxes, but I just don't know, you know, is it, is it important that so-and-so has a clean, history you know that there there's no baggage there there is no incident there's no ncaa issues it's like you know because sean miller is is a is a uh, a name right now xavier is obviously rolling they're a three seed i don't think there's any connections with with lubbock or texas tech or anything like that based on sean miller but his name has been tossed around a lot and obviously he he had uh, uh some issues there at university of arizona I, I, you know, I, I had somebody that I talked to tell me yesterday, hey, man, as long as you don't get fired for losing, you're going to get rehired. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, when, you, it's, it's when you get There's fired. There's your brass text. Yeah, it's when you get fired for losing that uh, that it's like, yeah, we're, we're out. But Thank anything God else, yeah. anything else, man, you're going to get another uh, bite at the apple. I just, I just feel like, Chris, you know, there's so many options out there without previous infraction issues. Let's go get somebody that doesn't have them. Let's make our own infraction issue memories together. We, we can create new ones to get. Let's start fresh. You know, we don't have to find somebody that's already done it with somebody else. Come on down. Maybe we can create our own and win simultaneously at the same time. Maybe the FBI will want to know what's going on in our basketball program someday will be so damn good. Come on down. Come on down. <laughs> I think what you just said there is absolutely on the money, and so many fans are aware of it, and probably, at least speaking personally, trying to balance how they feel about it, about the possibility. I touched on this on an episode a couple of days ago. The possibility that you do kind of wind up in this circle where you're thinking, all right, well, I see this bullet point on his resume. Maybe maybe we won't repeat that here at Texas Tech. But, yes, the win-loss record is very nice. So maybe we'll repeat that at Texas <laughs> Tech. All right, appreciate the thoughts on the leadership front. Now let's get to the player angle, Chris, because we actually have some news uh, here in Lubbock player-wise, but also want to get to a bigger picture perspective that I thought was really interesting uh, you mentioned as it relates to the transfer portal and now the – obligation dare i say obligation that could come with nil dollars being a part of that decision being made we'll get to all of the above coming up next on locked on texas tech but first today's episode brought to you by america's number one sports book FanDuel. And now is the perfect time to download the FanDuel app, become a new customer because new customers get that no sweat first bet up to 1000 bucks. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't hit. 
So just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app today. Safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line, point scores, three points drained, if basketball is your thing, or all points in between. Underwater basket weaving, anyone. FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with that <laughs> same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more and make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. making Locked On Texas Tech your first listen on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts. Always appreciate you being out there. Subscribe on YouTube if you haven't so far so you never miss an episode. Thanks for making us your first listen and hope you will check out Locked On College Basketball's bracket breakdown for your second listen. National analysis, insights from local experts, the Locked On College Basketball bracket Breakdown has got everything you need to make the most informed decisions on your bracket. Find the episode on Locked On College Basketball's podcast wherever you get podcasts or on YouTube. Chris, we were talking coaching just a moment ago as it relates to Texas Tech's outlook on what's happened so far, what could be soon to come, maybe on the other side of a weekend. You'll have some, obviously, seasons ending here or there that could change um, some timelines for conversations, I suppose. But on a player front... I want to get to a bigger picture conversation as it relates to the portal and NIL dollars. But first, did get an announcement this week uh, from a Red Raider. They were entering the transfer portal. That being Robert Jennings, he explicitly states within his announcement that Texas Tech is, is still an option on the other side to remain a Red Raider. You don't have any men in suits employed by your basketball program right now. So it's hard, I think, for a player of any kind. Uh, to invest in something or recommit to something and, until that kind of thing happens. So not shocking to see these kinds of announcements, as you've alluded to before, heading into this week. But what did you make of uh, Robert Jennings' announcement, a guy who I think did show some progress as the season came along? Yeah. <clears throat> what is interesting about Jennings' announcement is that, you know, I think we were kind of wondering if there would be many announcements and now his announcement kind of, in, in a weird way, stands alone. Um, and so yeah. I think I think that is interesting to note. Uh, but but we'll just talk about Robert. He, he's a guy I wouldn't have. Uh, let's just, for example, say that the staff would have remained in place that was in place this year and would have coached next year. I wouldn't have been surprised at all if Robert Jennings uh, would have left to seek more playing time elsewhere uh, just because – because here's what Robert Jennings is. Robert Jennings is really young, 
But Robert Jennings is a very high character piece that I think eventually is a piece that you would love. That's the eventually part is the tricky. Uh, that that's the tricky one there because how <laughs> yeah. long how long will it take to realize some of that? But I think uh, I think he showed flashes like a lot of these freshmen did. I think there's still a chance that he uh, would come back. He is tied to. I'll just leave it at that. He's tied to some of the people that we mentioned earlier in this show in some ways. Uh, and I think that is important to note. I'll just kind of leave that to Robert Jennings and those people, but that, 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 that could mean he's back here or not back here based on kind of who he is got relationships with and all those things. But I, if you look at, cause I, I had somebody tell me really surprised that he did it. And I'm thinking to myself, well, I was kind of thinking a lot of these guys would in there and they're like, you know, you got two months in the portal. Like you, you, you should just wait uh, until you see what happens here. And if it doesn't go well, then you enter the portal because right now, you know, somebody like Robert Jennings, he's probably heard from 20 to 25 institutions. I mean, some of which may be very serious about adding him, some of which are, you know, maybe, may you know, hey, we're just checking in, just want us to get in touch with you, whatever. Yeah. But it's a it's a and, and they're from all over. I mean, you know, you can go uh, look on social media and see his list uh, that has been reported. I mean, there, there's like 20 to 25 schools. And so you, you just put yourself through a lot. Everybody tugging and pulling at you, your phone blowing up and, and all those things. And you could have kind of hit pause for a second if you if you can have waited because this portal window is going to open. It stays open until May the 11th. And here we are. You and I are sitting here talking on March the 15th. So they've got plenty of time. I just was thinking along the lines of you want to get your name out there so you can keep all options open. But, I mean, may, maybe I, I, I misthought that is at least the way a lot of the coaches out there have, have kind of thought about it. Like, I, I'm surprised that he did that. Um, and the reason, <laughs> Callan, the reason that he he's one of the few that could do it and with no ramifications is – he doesn't have any kind of NIL deal right now. And I think that's uh, – we can get into that too, but that's important to note as well. Yeah, can I – yeah, let's go ahead and, and pivot in that direction. And I don't – I'd love to have, I think, Robert Jennings back in the mix. He was a part of that group of uh, four young guys that played a significant amount of minutes. He wasn't the flashiest, obviously, of that group. If you're talking about, you know, guys like uh, Isaacs or Washington or uh, even Elijah Fisher, but – yeah, I was a little surprised also. There wasn't a little more company, I guess, uh, for him in the portal. I don't know if him and other Red Raiders were like holding hands at the side of the pool. And they're like, all right, guys, we're all going in on three. One, two, three. And then boom, Robert's in. The rest of the guys are still standing on the concrete. <laughs> but I was a little surprised about that as well. But I, I thought he showed some progress. And I'm interested in his future. Wouldn't mind it remaining as a Red Raider. So we'll see how that plays out. But yeah, let's pivot to this NIL aspect of transfer portal entry. Yeah, let's pivot to this NIL aspect of transfer portal entry. A moment ago, I used the word obligation. I feel like the NCAA police force is outside my door, even using things that could refer to employment obligations and things like that. So this is a very illegal conversation to even have in the eyes of the NCAA, Chris. But should I use the word obligation or how does now NIL agreements, NIL dollars affect someone's ability to make these portal decisions one way or another because i know there's some kind of tricky gray areas if you will as it relates to like performance incentives or contract terms and 
timeline. So how are you processing this? Yeah, I, I think um, like, uh, you know, I, I think that this is fairly standard across the country. At most places, I can't say, you know, that everybody's situation is exactly the same, but I think that this, what we're about to get into is fairly standard. And that if you have an NIL deal uh, at a, at an institution, football, basketball, whatever it may be, track and field, you know, uh, on and on. I think that it, it is, you know, you're good to go. Unless if you enter into the portal, okay, I think that at that point, a lot of these NIL deals become null and void. And so whatever you have going, whether it's it's revenue, whether it's, you know, somewhere you live or what you drive or, I mean, whatever you've worked up or whatever is being, you know, you're being compensated with or you've bartered with or whatever it may be. I think that it goes away and becomes null and void once you enter the portal. I think that is fairly standard. And so that's why, again, I don't think like Robert Jennings or like a guy like Lamar Washington or DeMorion Williams, I mean, they there's nothing there that would prohibit them from entering the portal. I don't think they had any kind of NIL deal here, just kind of localizing it, talking about Texas Tech. Uh, but I think others do, and others would like. I think Fardaz is a prime example. He's in the portal. I think that he, um, he I think that there, there's things that he's no longer, you know, involved with, uh, uh, you know, immediately upon returning back to Lubbock. Uh, you know, I, I think that I mean, the story is, yeah. is the story's been told uh, a lot uh, last <laughs> year about TJ Shannon. I mean, I think that TJ Shannon <laughs> last year entered the portal, you know, like before we even got home from San Francisco. And I think, I think that um, <laughs> there was a car back here that he was driving as part of an NIL agreement that didn't work upon his arrival uh, back in in Lubbock. You know, or, or was people lose. Yeah, people lose cars at the airport all the time, Chris. <laughs> this is just another variety of losing a car at the airport, I guess. Yeah, but, yeah. so yeah, anyway, I, I think Big Maple yeah. had to ride back in the cargo hold of the plane after you tweeted so quickly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that that to me is really interesting because I, I I don't know if you even have the answer to this, but there's so many unknowns as far as um, consequences of NIL that we're still you know kind of learning as as time passes. But one of the things I, I think is interesting about that is it just like, hey, anytime you make the announcement, this is coming to an end. I wonder, is there like some term where it's like, uh, you know, you've got till here and then you're kind of, I don't know, a free agent. I don't even know how to describe these situations because I know that there are things that you can't, you know, include in these agreements as far as, I guess, holding someone to something, which sounds crazy to say when we're talking about contracts. But we're also talking about the NCAA and student athletes and yeah. things like that. So do you think it's just like at any hour you announce this comes to an end? Do you have any concept of like, is there a, a window? Like they have some deadline. This is when your contract ends or anything like that. I, well, most of this stuff goes month to month, uh, I think. And and I, I just I think that it's, pre again, pretty standard that if if you have an agreement, 
you know, at an institution and, you know, that, that's institution based or whatever. Again, this will be different if you are, if you've got a national, yeah. you know, or something, but if it's, if it's, you know, institution based or if it's, if it's, you know, localized where, where you're at and it's specific to that, I think, Hey, we're good. And then, but if you ever get into the portal, like we're, you know, we're, we're done. We, we go our separate ways and all those things. Uh, as far as the, the agreement goes, I think that's fairly standard, but I think it's, it's immediate. I mean, I think that, uh, that's just, yeah. you know, cause at that point you're not, you're not, you, you know, you're, that athlete's best interest is not, you know, the situation here. They're, they're obviously talking to other folks and they're likely to potentially leave. And so, well, uh, I just think, yeah, that that's pretty, you know, and again, I think everybody knows the score there uh, on all that. Uh, everybody knows the deal. And that's why I think, uh, that's why I think Elijah Fisher, uh, he's got an NIL deal here. And I think that, there was a lot of people on his behalf that went out of his way to indicate, no, we have not gotten into the portal. <laughs> like we have not, that's just me. Guess- <laughs> yes. That's me guessing uh, there, but I think it's not uh, a, a big reach there to that, you know, they, they were, everybody's going out of their way to indicate, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not in that portal, you know, or anything like that. So. Mama's at the furniture store. We ain't got out of the portal. We're, we're checking out a sectional yeah. right now. We, hey, make sure they know we're not in the portal. Yeah. That's really interesting. And I'm conflicted on how I even process it, Chris, because I know a lot of folks, maybe plenty of college sports fans out there, have no sympathy for those involved with NIL as far as contributors like businesses or whatever. Like, ah, you don't expect to really get anything out of it. And rah, rah. Like, that even matters, by the way. It's their money and do whatever they want to with it. They want to play college basketball general manager. They can play college basketball general manager, whatever. But just because they're involved in such a risky venture doesn't mean they deserve to be taken to the cleaners over it. So on one hand, I'm glad there's some accountability for the investor, so to speak. Um, And I I don't accountability is the wrong word, but I'm glad there's some protection, I guess, or, you know, like a, a normal contract. To where a guy just can't, you know, take off and uh, maybe continue to to get that cash coming his way. I'm I'm glad for that, I suppose. Uh, at the same time, I know there are a lot of college fans that are still having trouble coming to grips with the thought of these arrangements even being there, and you're afraid of the word employee or things like contracts or obligations as it relates to money and uh, remaining a part of a program. It's hard to process. I, I I'm conflicted on all the above. But it does sound like maybe there is uh, a little bit more accountability, I guess I should say, for that student athlete to remain committed to whatever that deal is that's been struck, at least for some period of time. Of course, they still can bail with the understanding, I suppose, at any hour, hey, this is getting cut off, but you know, you can walk away. It, it's just, it, it is the Wild West if there's ever been a time to say something is the Wild West. I feel like we say that all the time when it comes to college sports, Chris. But this really is. I mean, there are so many unintended consequences and things, as I said a moment ago, left to learn about consequences of the way that this has been set up, at least to this point. Uh, And man, wildly entertaining for those of us, I think, observing from afar and taking it all in. So interesting perspective there, man. I appreciate you uh, bringing that to our attention and something obviously to keep an eye on as you process who's there and maybe who isn't putting their name uh, within that ring just yet enjoy the conversation as always chris thanks for the time man keep hope alive man we'll do it again
You got it. And subscribe on YouTube if you haven't so far so you never miss an episode as we remain in a fluid state looking for a head coach. Thanks for making us your first listen each day on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts and make Locked On College Basketball your second listen right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your one-stop college hoops shop. Whether your team is in the tournament, whether your team is... Not <laughs> not in the tournament. Locked on college basketball is where you need to be throughout the month of March and beyond. Right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Make Locked On College Basketball your second listen. He's Chris Level. I'm Casey Cowan. Join us once again for the next round next time on Locked On Texas Tech.